six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Everybody, Happy wow. New Year. Welcome to 2020. This is the first Next Generation Leader podcast of 2020. How does it feel, Coop? I mean, even the air feels fresher. It's oh. going to be a good year. A good decade, Zach. We are literally changing the decade. Here's the deal. We haven't heard from any of our listeners since last decade. Our podcast has now been around for, for within two decades. Two decades. That's insane. You know, actually, Zach, I am going to drink this. I haven't drinking water all decade, so, I, I, no so I'm going to take a sip of you this. You must be parched. <sighs> that is delicious. <laughs> I mean, is it better in 2020? Now that I mention it, Zach, I haven't peed all year. Dude. That's impressive. I. How long do you think you can go? Well, if I keep drinking this new 2020 water, it's going to shorten that mm, time. 2020. Who would have thought we ever get here? I know. I mean, me. Honestly, <laughs> we know we get here yeah. eventually. Like yeah. it was, it was just a matter of time. It's, it's a pleasure to get to live in it, though. You're not wrong. Crazy, but within 2020, we want to issue two challenges. Two challenges two to help you step up your game. Simple New Year's resolutions that we want to invite you in on. We, we believe that. We, we actually heard it once. January 12th is National Quitters Day. That's funny because that's Zach Funderburk's birthday. That is my he birthday. He was born on National Quitters Day. It's a good thing my mom didn't quit. She did not quit. <laughs> Thanks. Here today. Shout out Miss Dawn Funderburg. And honestly, my mom, Tanya McCullough, shout out. You didn't quit on August 8th either. That's right. But here's the deal. In our, in our society, in our culture, our generation is known for being quitters. We'll yep. set New Year's resolutions. We want to we work out more. We want to eat better. We want to do this. We want to do that. And by January 2012th, we're done. Yeah. And we've moved on. We've forgotten about it. But we want to publicly say that we want to commit to this over the next year, over 2020. So we have something to hold us accountable. Yes. To. But with that, we want to invite you into that story, into that narrative that we want to do this. We want to stick with it because we want to be known as a generation that says one thing and they follow through. Right. We don't want to just say things that sound good on this podcast right. and then hopefully you guys forget about it. No, we want to be held accountable to these two things that we're both committing. And we want to invite you guys along. So, Zach, what is the first thing that we're committing to? Here's Here's the first thing. It starts with a story. Yeah. My current boss right now, Dr. Gary Cook, he's the chancellor of Dallas Baptist University. He was the president for 28 years. The first time I got to meet with him last year, I was kind of awestruck. I was like, what Star do I Star. say? I mean, what he's an amazing man. He's such a, a man of God, just a man of man. prayer, a, a guy I look up to a lot. And so I'm sitting in his office. We're talking back and forth for a while. And he says to me, he's like, Zach, would you ever want to work on campus? And I said, of course, like, Yes, I would love to. And so he goes and he gets this paper, this form for me to fill out and, and check off offices I'd want to work in. And he looks at me, he says, Zach, do you have a pen? And I kind of shuffle around, look in my, my jacket pocket and my pockets like I had a pen. Oh, Nowhere no, to be found. Where it went. I never had a pen. No, right. I don't carry a pen. Well, how old were you in this? What year were you? I was a junior. Yeah. I was a junior in college. A young, just a young lad. Just a young lad. Naive. I, I didn't carry a pen. And he, he goes, he goes back to the other office. He grabs a pen and he looks at me. He hands me this pen. He looks me in the eye and he says, Zach, a good leader always carries a pen. And in that moment. Here's Zach. I was like, oh gosh, I messed up. And so really from that point on, it's kind of was a joke at first, a staple. Everybody looked at me. He's like, good leader always carries a pen. A good leader always carries a pen. But since then, I started working in his office and I've I've got to see firsthand why a good leader always carries a pen. The man always has one, a pen and two, a notepad. And he is always writing something down. If he's in a meeting with you, he's writing. If he's in a big meeting, he's writing. If he's walking, he's writing. If he's driving, he's writing because he won't forget it. And if someone says something to him, he's going to remember it because it's valuable. Everything he hears is valuable and he's a constant 
silent learner. And if he's just sitting there listening, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Yeah, but it makes me think of the quote. It makes you think of the quote, the dullest pencil is more effective than the sharpest memory. Yeah. And we're carrying pens, but. So pens, pencils, capiche, capash, whatever. Right. But so we want to issue that challenge that we will carry a pen all year in our pocket. We're going to always have one on because we want to be learners. We want to constantly be writing something down, constantly growing, constantly learning. That's the point of this podcast. Yep. So our issue challenge, number one, a good leader always carries a pen. So if you see Zach or I, wherever we might be, feel free to come and pen check us. That's what we call it. We have a kind of a, a bet going in between yeah. us. If we show up, say, at Whataburger or at somewhere to eat, and we pen check the other person and they don't have their pen, they're buying dinner. Yes. So, so that hasn't happened us. yet. No. It could have tonight, honestly, which is really funny. I had mine on me. I didn't have mine on me. Oh, dang. You didn't get me. I should have got you. But check us. Carry a pen. See it change things. Do you, you need a pen more often than you think, yes. and you don't realize it till you carry one. And it's such a cool power move it when really someone is. hands you a piece of paper and you just have your own it pen really and you is. leave the pen that they gave you lying just naked and alone on the table. And also it helps with my prayer life too. Whenever somebody says, hey, I need prayer for this, I'll be, yeah, I'll be praying for that. I'll be praying for that. Five minutes later, I forget they said yeah. that and I'll tell them I'm praying for them, but do I really? But I have like a notebook and I have literally a Starbucks um, like sleeve right here that has a prayer request written on it from somebody I was meeting with the other day because I was able to just write it down because I had a pen with me. And it's just little things like that that make a huge difference. Yeah. And, and it's you you might argue that you have your phone, but it's just different. There's something so different about intentionally writing it down that allows them to feel valued versus pulling out your phone doing who knows what it is. Right. So challenge number one, always carry a pen. Coop, take yes. us home. What's challenge so that two? would be kind of our entry level challenge, like something that's you can renew that challenge every day. Um, and if you forget one day, hey, pick it up the next day. Our second challenge is much more large, mm. big scale challenge. This is daunting. It's it's very intimidating. And it actually stems from our interview with Dr. Nick Pitts. We called it the Swiss Army Knife of Leadership. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's an incredible interview. It'll make you want to go change the world. Yes. But he he referenced President, President George W. Bush and said that he was a part of the Century Club. We had no idea what this meant. Right. But the Century Club is someone that reads 100 books a year. Insane. And quote Nick Pitts, if the, if the leader of the dang free world has time to read 100 books, what am I doing? What excuse do I have to not read? And so Zach and I thought that 100 books is a little intimidating. A little ambitious. So we decided to cut it in almost half and do 52 books. That's one a week. One book a week is Zach and I's goal. And so we've been kind of preparing for the last two months-ish um, to see kind of what that would look like for us and with our schedule. And we found time to create opportunities to read more. And it also all stems from this quote we got from General James Mattis. He was the sitting Secretary of State for Donald Trump. He yep. wrote a book called Call Sign Chaos. And he said, if you haven't read hundreds of books, you are functionally illiterate. You will be incompetent because your personal experiences alone are not broad enough to sustain you. Any commander who claims he is too busy to read is going to fill body bags with his troops as he learns the hard way. And I read that. And I'm like, man, I'm not a military general. I'm not going to be putting guys in body bags. But wow. My personal experiences aren't enough. Yeah. What I've learned from this podcast is vastly more than my personal experiences. And what more can I learn from a book? Yes. And I want to continue to read. I want to continue to learn. And another thing he said in there is if someone who says they have too, they don't have time to read, they're too busy to read. I, I kind of want to flip that on its head. So many times we'll say that, hey, I want to read more. I want to read. Somebody's like, hey, I'll give you this book. I'd love for you to read it. It's like, I just don't have time. Yeah. That's not true. Correct. You have time. It's just not a priority. Yeah. You have time for what you make time for. Exactly. 
So we want to make reading a priority because we've realized and we finally gripped the idea that it's worth it yeah. and that it means something that it can change something in our life and make us a better leader, a better person, and just more knowledgeable and informed on the way that our world works as we catapult out into it. Absolutely. And we want to challenge you to read books of different genres. I, I think there's something to be learned from every genre, whether it's fantasy or history or self-help or a religion-based book. All of these are valuable in different ways. And so if you're someone that loves history, I would challenge you to read history books, but also to incorporate some other types of books so that you can learn from those as well. There's there's things to be learned from each genre, even fantasy and fiction and things like that. There's value in the story and metaphors that can be taken from those opportunities um, and implemented into real life and learn opportunities has been um, incredible from all the different genres. And so Zach and I are intimidated, but excited mm, yeah. to step up and, and really just evaluate. Let's see what it looks like to read 52 books in a year. It's a lot. And we want to keep you updated on that one through our podcast. And in 2020, we want to do a lot more. Yes. We want to see the, really the, we have a, uh, we have no ceiling. Right. And what we could do, where we could go, who we could interview and what we could add to this podcast, whether, um, so we've got some exciting things coming out. We're yeah. excited to roll out to keep you informed to keep you updated on how our, how our challenges are going. But another simple way is just to ask us, if you see us, ask us, how's it going? Now we'd love to sit and talk to you about it. And, and if you have stories, if you want to join us on this, shoot us a text, send us an email. Uh, we'd love to know that you're joining us on this journey, but we're excited. We are. 2020 is going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. We have we have more things coming. We don't want to give anything away yet, but right. we are excited for the m- new content um, that we're going to be pushing out. It was funny, Zach and I were talking and we were kind of deciding what we wanted to do and we realized that we don't have a professor to check in on us or, right. or, or like there's no boss for yeah. us in this. And the sky literally is the limit. Um, so we want to do incredible things with this podcast and we hope that it will be beneficial to anyone that would choose to listen. Yeah. So we'd love to invite you to share it. If it's benefited you, if it's been a blessing, share it to someone else so we can expand and we can, we can grow our influence. And we'd love to share these with people because they've been blessings and benefits to us. And so we want to share them with you and we want to continue to do it. So we're yep. excited. Yep. Let's go 2020. Come on, find a pen buddy, a book buddy, and then share the podcast with them. We love it. It's going to be a good year. Well, if you decided to join us, welcome. We're excited and we're ready. And our mission is to create leaders that are going to lead the next generation. And we want to do it. And it starts now. Yep. Your leadership development starts now. You can't wait till you're 30. You can't wait till you're older because it's too late. Start reading now. Start carrying a pen now. The little things that make big differences as you move on. Let's go 2020. Come on. I'm excited. We'll catch you on Monday.